Hi, this is Chris. And this is Almy. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Almy is a Scorpio. Today is Sunday, September 24th, and this is for September 24th through September 30th. Happy Libra season, everyone. Wow. The sun entered Libra late in the evening last Friday, September 22nd, and it will remain in Libra until October 23rd. So we say goodbye to Virgo season and its attention to detail, its commitment to service, its love of routine and organization, its desire to mend and repair. Bye. By Virgo season, and we say hello to Libra. Libra's ruling planet is Venus, so over the course of the next four weeks, you can expect Venus-related themes to come to the forefront. Things like beauty, style, glamour, etiquette and manners, fairness, justice, equality, socializing, parties, friendships, relationships, and cat memes. <laughs> Love is in the air and so is balance. You can't talk about Libra season without mentioning the B word, balance. Mm. Libra is all about things working in harmony and if there are some areas in your life where you could use some balance, maybe you will find that balance in the coming weeks. For those of us who might be more Mars-oriented in our approach to life, where we maybe bring a little extra intensity and aggression to the table, Libra season can be a tricky time for that kind of approach. Libra opposes Aries. Aries has more of an action-oriented approach to life, and Libra would rather weigh its options before acting. So this is a time of year when the use of force is less favored. Mm. In short, you got to be polite over the next four weeks. Mm -hmm. Or you don't have to. You don't have to be polite. You can do whatever you want. But if you lead with politeness and grace, you might find you get better results. Well, that's a little life hack there. Life hack, Libra life hack. Also, the sun does not fare as well when it's in Libra. The sun is technically in its fall when it's in Libra. The sun's home sign is Leo, and the sun is exalted when it's in Aries. But the sun is in its fall when it's in Libra. The sun represents that spotlight energy where the spotlight is shining on us and we are the star of our own life journey. But when the sun is in Libra, that standalone energy, that look at me energy, look at how awesome I can be energy that we maybe associate with signs like Leo or Aries, you know, now that we're in Libra season, that type of energy isn't as favored. We can still be very confident during Libra season. We can still be the star of the show. But there's this additional awareness that wherever we are in life, whatever successes we've had, we didn't do it on our own. There were people there helping us along the way our team, so to speak. So that sun energy that usually stands for look at me, when the sun is in Libra, that turns into look at us. Mm. And friendships, partnerships, relationships take on even more significance during Libra season. Mm. There's more recognition perhaps to the fact that we are all connected. And at the same time, for better or worse, it's not the best time to pound your chest and say, look at me, I am amazing. Mm -hmm. While you're totally welcome to do that, during Libra season, it's just more attractive, you know, I'd say, to be a team player. Fair enough. Ha, 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 get it? Fair enough. Oh, yeah, fair. Fairness, Libra. right? Libra. Right, yeah, I get it. Okay. So that's an idea of what we'll be working with during Libra season. And it's also Yom Kippur today, the, uh, the Jewish Day of Atonement. I think that starts at sundown. Starts at sundown, yeah. Do you know what you're having for dinner tonight, Elmi? 
That's a good question, and I believe you asked because of the whole fasting aspect. Yeah, there's fasting involved, yeah. You fast from sundown to the following sundown. I don't know what I'm having for dinner, actually. I haven't planned it. I've just planned to be at home and ready to eat before sundown. What I will be eating, though, I'm not sure. Well, if you need some of my granola bars, just let me know. Oh, wow. Thank you. You can always use those. Yeah. Cool. That sounds great. Also today, September 24th, the moon will be in Sirius Capricorn for a good part of the day, mm. and then it shifts into Aquarius around 4.30 p.m. Pacific time. So the first part of Sunday could have us feeling a bit stern, maybe working independently and focused on accomplishing things. But by the evening, uh, in the U.S. at least, by the evening, the moon will enter Aquarius, and the overall mood could quickly become wildly different. Oh, we are dealing with a few challenging aspects today on Sunday. Mars is opposing Chiron, so we could be feeling a bit vulnerable or tender. Thoughts of past hurts or wounds could be a bit vivid today. Mm. The moon is also forming a conjunction with Pluto, so our emotions could be overly intense as a result. We might only be seeing the darkest side of something, or we might only be seeing the most limited view of something. Also tonight, around 8 p.m., the sun will form a quincunx with Saturn, which can bring some doubt to the table. Our egos might not be as strong as they usually are. Mm. Saturn also might have us needing to deal with some responsibilities. Uh-oh. This mm-hmm. type of aspect, the sun-Saturn quincunx, is definitely not party energy. And as a result, it could bring some pessimism along with it. Or just some tiredness and exhaustion in general. Well, that's perfect for Yom Kippur. Oh, <laughs> however, however, that Aquarius moon will bring with it some hope and optimism. And the Aquarius moon will be forming a nice trine with the sun around 7.30 p.m. Pacific oh, time tonight. around sundown. Around sundown, that's right. Yeah, so that'll further raise our spirits. So while there is some astrological gunk, gunk for lack of a better term, while there is some of that out there today, there is also some astrological optimism as well. Great. Yeah. And then this upcoming week, there isn't a ton of astrological activity, but we are moving towards a full moon this week. So the overall en- energy will be heightened as a result, and it will continue to build as we advance through this week. More on the full moon and what this week is looking like in a moment, but right now, I would like to transition to the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. Oh. Yeah, that, that involves you, Almy. Yes. As I mentioned at the top, Almy is a Scorpio. She's been a Scorpio her entire life, and every week, I like to ask Almy a question to get her Scorpio take on life. Or play a trivia game with her, <laughs> just depending on what week it is. So, Almy, I mentioned there's going to be a full moon, and it's going to be on Friday, September 29th. It's going mm. to be in the sign of Aries. And whenever we're talking about a full moon, that means the sun and the moon are in opposing signs. In this case, the sun will be in Libra, the moon will be in Aries. Mm. And what I have here on this post-it note is the names, or are the names, of famous people who were born when the sun was in Libra and who also have an Aries moon. Oh, so these perfect. folks, yeah, it's there's a theme, right? So these folks either were born during a full moon or around the time of a full moon. Okay, great. Let's play. Let's play. So this first person, and breaking news, I guess, because it was announced today, he will headline the Super Bowl halftime show. Oh. He has hit songs like Yeah, My Boo, and DJ Goddess Fallen in Love. Can you name this singer? Uh, yeah, but I can't. This is right on the tip of my brain. Uh, it's a one-word name. 
Is it Pitbull? No. It starts with U. What do you mean it starts with U? Like the this letter U? person's name, yeah. It starts with the letter U. I have no idea. I'm completely and, blanking. Yeah, he was kind of surprised to see that he would be headlining That's, yeah, the right? Super Bowl halftime show. I guess you have to take that up with, with Apple because apparently Apple is the sponsor or something like that. I don't know. But U.S. <laughs> Can you, I have no H. idea. <laughs> this is hilarious. Oh, Usher. Usher. Oh, <laughs> what? Those are the songs you picked for Usher? Yeah. Those are not the recognizable Usher songs. Well, here's what's going on. Like when I don't know someone's songs to begin with. I go to Spotify and I just look at what songs have like the most plays. Oh, okay. And I do understand that doesn't necessarily represent the songs that the artist is most known I, for. Those are just the ones that are played the yes, most. Yes, because I know the D, yeah. the D, because tonight DJ got us okay. ball in. But I yeah. didn't realize that was Usher. I thought that was like well, Jason Derulo or like Pitbull or something. I think all three of these songs I mentioned are Usher with other people. Yeah, there you go. There you like, go. Like, yeah, yeah, I have Little John on it, I think. That's a recognizable one. Yeah, uh, yeah probably. <laughs> yeah. All right. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. It's so funny. Of course, it's Usher, but yes, I tend to think of those songs as the stars he had with him. Yeah. So, yay, Usher, you're hosting or you're uh, headlining the Super Bowl halftime show. I missed all this. This was announced this morning. Yeah. Okay. I was sleeping in. Just full disclosure. On Sundays, yeah. I do like. We to take sleep our time. In. We take our time on Sundays. This next person. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about <laughs> Usher as the Super Bowl act. Yeah, you're hearing this from me. Yeah, Is there's going to be have yeah. guests with him. I think so. I he didn't. Must, I right? didn't see the specifics. I have no idea what's going on anymore. Yeah. I have no idea. But congratulations okay. to Usher. I'm okay. happy for Usher. Right. I am. I was sure. like, be clear about that. I'm very happy for Usher. Yeah, sure. I don't okay. understand the choice, but I'm happy for Usher. That's that's awesome. Yes, I don't think Taylor Swift's going to do it till 2025. Okay. So you heard it here first. Yeah. I keep saying, yeah, now that I've, I've heard that song, now it's in my head, and I just want to say, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's catchy. It is. And maybe, okay. Yeah, that's why he's had Well, I'm sure he'll play that. You better. Okay. All right, moving along. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm sorry you have to listen to this. I'm sorry. <laughs> this next person, I'm not sure about this one either, but this next person, he's the lead singer of Radiohead. Can you name this person? Tom York. Good, good. Tom York. <laughs> Got that one. Nothing to it. All right, this next singer yes very famous person hopefully i'm picking songs that are more representative of the song she's known for but i've got and i can't even read my handwriting this is great jealousy bacardi some bongos alone i like it wap she did oh, a. oh yeah, yeah i asked you about wap earlier we don't have to say what so that stands it's gotta for be cardi b it is cardi b all right yeah i have no idea if any of those clues made sense but cardi b is a libra with an oh, Aries moon. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this next person, he is like, he's on reality shows. He hosted a show called Extreme Makeover Home Edition. And Ty Pennington. Ty Pennington. Yeah. You bet. Yeah. He's the Libra with an Aries moon. Oh, that's cute. I like that for him. And the last person that should also be an easy one is the current vice president of the United States. I'm actually blanking for a second. Wait. <laughs> Oh, uh, Kamala Harris. Correct. Kamala I, oh Harris. Oh, my God. That was frightening. For a yeah. minute, I was like, is it Pence? And I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. I'm sorry, y'all. I slept in, and I it scrambled my whole brain. Yeah. Okay. No, you rocked it. I'll give you Usher, too. Uh, I only had to spell U-S-H <laughs> or something. I don't even know what I said. But you got We're going to say you were like, five for five. Like, is it an artist called USA? Yeah. And then I got, I'm so Scorpio today, it's cray. I'm sorry. You're rocking it. Well, Scorpio is Mars-oriented. I mentioned Mars-oriented people might have a little 
different go of things during Libra season. I mean, I didn't even know who the president yeah. was. You didn't know the so vice president, yeah. I, well, I didn't know who the president was. I oh, was trying okay. to think. <laughs> who's the current vice president? Who's the current like, president? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was literally, I was like, is it Pence? I was like, no, that's not our president. Who's our president? So that's where I am today. Um, yeah, this is just the kind of hard-hitting news and astrological updates we deliver from someone who doesn't even know who the president is. I must have had a good night's sleep. I am still waking up. Hey, right. we know something about astrology and we know something about politics. That's what just we do Just some things. So that concludes the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. Hey, that was so successful. Really good segment. Knocked it out of the park. Thank you, as always, for sharing. Yeah, you got it. Okay, let's take a look at this upcoming week. Sure. So Monday, September 25th, the moon will be in Aquarius all day. There will be a lot of air energy. We have the sun in Libra now. The moon will be in Aquarius. So with all that air energy, you know, it, it usually involves some outside-the-box thinking, some different approaches to things. People you're interacting with might have a different take on things. We're, we're no longer in Virgo season. Okay, so pragmatism, practicality, is not as in focus as it was as recently as a couple of days ago. We're in Libra season now. So there's going to be a different approach to things. And also something to mention this week is that Black Moon Lilith will be at 29 degrees of Leo all week long. Lilith is gearing up to change signs to move from Leo into Virgo. Mm. But in this time when it's at the 29th degree, that's the critical degree when, when it's in its last degree before it changes signs. And that's when it can be at its most intense. And Black Moon Lilith, we always associate with you know, behavior that is maybe true to who we are at the primal level that we don't necessarily share with polite society. And that could come out this week. Doesn't necessarily mean it's going to come out from you, but it could be coming out from other people around you, that kind of a thing. So be watchful of that. Okay. Now, another aspect on Monday I want to mention is that Mercury is going to form a trine with Jupiter. So Mercury and Jupiter will be working harmoniously. The planet of communication and the planet of growth and abundance will be hanging out and having a great time. So words will be flowing very easily on Monday. And that can be a good thing. It can also be a situation where maybe you say too much. So one of those things would be kind of guarded of, of how you're using your words on Monday. Certain things could be misconstrued. But in general, that aspect, Mercury, Trend, Jupiter, it's great for writing. It can also be prone to exaggeration, though. So watch out for that. But again, if you're storytelling, if you're doing something creative, this is a really great aspect. Now, Tuesday, September 26th, we will have the moon in Aquarius for about half the day. The other half will be in Pisces. The main thing on Tuesday is that there's going to be a very long void of course moon. Mm. The moon will be void of course from 5 a.m. to 5 p.m. So there's about 12 hours there where the moon will be void of course. And what that means is that anything, any deals that are made, anything that's agreed upon in that window might not last. It might oh. not stick. It's kind of a quirky little period. For 12 hours? For 12 hours, yeah. That's a pretty long void, of course. Usually a void of, well, I shouldn't say there's any real usual, but on average, maybe a void, of course, lasts for an hour or two that's on average. That's what I 12 hours. That's like, uh, this is the whole day. Yeah. Being awake. So Tuesday is one of those days where things might not be what they seem or things that are agreed upon could change. Okay. So if you're having like a miserable day, day on Tuesday is one way to look at this. Say you're just having a horrible bad day because the moon is void of course all that stuff they're dealing with it could flip it could change on wednesday okay. so it's one of those things where it's just things will be very very fluid 
And just don't think it's the end of the story on Tuesday, I think is one way to look at it. Whatever happens, it's going to be open to interpretation. Yeah, like possibly. you might not even remember who the president or vice president That's is. That's very likely to happen. when the void of course moon finishes its void of course, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's all going to come to you. Yeah, Okay. exactly. That's a good way to look at it. But before the... <laughs> that's one way to look at it. Such a but mess before... Today. We're in Libra season. It's okay. No more details. It's about laughing and having fun. It really zero is. Zero details. Virgo yeah, did Virgo a number on me. Virgo can be quite me. serious. You guys, I went to bed at like 10 p.m. Yeah, last night. You did. You were over it. Like, and I woke up at like close to 10 a.m. this morning. I was yeah. out of it. I yeah. was out of it. So listen, you're not alone. If Virgo season did a number on you and you were using this day to wake up and recharge, I feel ya. I feel you. And the good news, according to your notes, it looks like Wednesday is going to be pretty quiet. That's correct. Yeah, if you want to look at Wednesday real quick, it's looking, that's exactly what I wrote, pretty quiet. Awesome. There are a few aspects the moon's making, but the moon's going to be in Pisces. A Pisces moon is kind of sleepy to begin with, and it's not particularly agitated either. So Wednesday might be kind of a day where you can catch your breath kind of a deal if, by chance, Tuesday's a little wacky. Because Tuesday could be wacky. It but could again, be. It may not be. It's not necessarily the end of the story. It might yeah. not be either. You might love it. You might love Tuesday's energy. Yeah. Wednesday's looking pretty quiet. And again, the front part of the week's a little quiet, but by the time we get to the full moon, its energy will be amplified big All right, time. let's go. So Thursday, September 28th, the moon will be in Pisces most of the day. It's a great time for creativity, daydreaming, dreaminess in general. Mm. The moon will enter Aries around 5.15 p.m. Pacific time on Thursday, and that's when the full moon energy will start ramping up. So by Thursday evening, we'll already be feeling this pretty intensely. And then on Friday, September 29th, the full moon will be exact around 3 a.m. Pacific time on Friday. The moon will be in Aries at the time of the full moon, mm. and Venus will be forming a square with Uranus a few hours later. So Venus and Uranus will be in the mix as well. So there could be some impulsive behavior, some wanting to break free from routine or wanting to break free from a relationship. Venus represents relationships. Uranus represents sudden unforeseen changes, rebellious behavior, and the square aspect that Venus and Uranus will be forming around the time of the full moon suggests friction, restlessness, or wanting to take some sort of action, whatever it is. It's like, I just have to act, that okay, kind of a thing. So is it fair to say Friday could be tricky? It could be tricky, yeah. Now, a full moon in Aries, you know, is probably going to have us focused on ourselves. Aries okay. energy is self-oriented energy. So we could be looking at changes we want to make to empower ourselves we might also want to bring in some brand new energy you know make mm. a new start aries is very interested in what's new mm. so is uranus as i mentioned uranus will be a part of this full moon too and uranus is all about working with technology trying something new focusing on the future mm. And an Aries full moon always has the potential to bring the warrior energy with it as well. Aries is ruled by Mars. Mars is the god of war. So we could be in a fighting mood on Friday. Now, I'm not saying we'll be looking to get into a fist fight at a shopping mall, <laughs> but we could be fired up, you know, ready to make some changes, ready to make a bold choice or two. And maybe we'll have an extra dose of courage to work with, too, thanks to this Aries full moon. Now, Saturday, September 30th, we're most likely, well, I'd say we definitely will be dealing with a full moon hangover oh. on Saturday, September 30th. The moon will remain in Aries until about 6.20 p.m. Pacific time on Saturday, 
when it will enter Taurus. But for the bulk of the day, the moon will still be in Aries. Mm -hmm. So whatever things might have gotten stirred up on Friday, you know, in your world, whatever got stirred up on Friday because of the full moon, those things could continue to have a little urgency attached to them on Saturday as well. Saturday in general is looking like a very active astrological day there's going to be six lunar aspects so that means the moon will be connecting with six different planets over the course of the day and in addition to that mercury will form a trine with uranus now there's uranus again uranus keeps popping up this week Uh uranus is very involved this week and again anytime uranus is involved we're looking at surprises we're looking at changes that seemingly come out of nowhere we're looking at very different ways of looking at things and again, more futuristic, mad scientist, you know, Doc Brown, back to the future kind of energy. So with Mercury and Uranus forming this trine, and a trine is considered to be a positive aspect, you've got Mercury, the planet of communication, working in harmony with Uranus, the planet of innovation. Mm. So that could lead to new perspectives, a new approach to, to things, maybe seeing things more clearly, mm. and also being more open to trying something new, outside the box thinking for sure, even just total radical approach to something. Now the moon will oppose Mars on Saturday, and the moon will also square Pluto on Saturday. So emotionally, on Saturday, we could be a little misdirected, out of sync, and the square with Pluto could bring some intensity to things. It could bring Mm -hmm. some darkness to things even. Yeah, but it also has the potential to further embolden and and empower us. Okay. So take your pick. You can either give in to the darkness, you can say, I'm going to work with this darkness and, you know, and help it to empower myself. I think that's what Star Wars is about. That is exactly the plot of Star Wars. And it was... Every Star Wars movie. Inspired by a moon, Pluto square it probably was yeah yeah in the evening on saturday uranus once again makes an appearance this time it's going to form a quincunx with mars and that's a potentially volatile aspect both mars and uranus are known for impulsive behavior Mm. and with those two planets engaged in this quincunx and a quincunx means two planets are not working in harmony so if anything, this is a point where things come to a head and you might need to release something and move on. Or you oh. might have to confront something. Oh. But with those two planets agitating each other, you know, I know I said things would settle down Saturday evening once the moon moves into Taurus. But this Mars, Uranus, Quincunx Saturday night, you know, I'm going to take that back. You might you might want to look to Sunday, October 1st, for things to settle down a bit. But Otherwise, you know, just kind of ride the wave this next weekend. Whatever happens, I promise you, it will not be boring. All right. Now, some positive, well, not the, not the anything next week is not positive, but it's just um, there's potential for some chaotic energy with the full moon, with Uranus involved, with it being an Aries, so we're very much in our egos and potentially taking things personally and very much to heart. Mm-hmm. But in the midst of that, Mercury will finally clear its retrograde shadow on Saturday. Oh, great. Yeah, so that will officially bring this summer's Mercury retrograde bloodbath to uh-huh. an end. See, I'm already uh, <laughs> bringing that more, that Aries full moon time about bloodbath. No, bringing that Aries like. full moon energy. But yeah, it was, it was a rough retrograde this summer for sure. But it will be With ending. Mercury and Venus, yeah. But finally. It'll finally, yeah, exactly. Finally in the clear, gone, even after the shadow, all that fun stuff. So starting next Saturday, that will help with communications at least as we 
navigate the aftermath of the full moon. Sounds good. Yeah. So to recap, there's potential for this being a very high energy week as we, we ramp up towards a full moon with Uranus in the mix as well. You know, there's potential for some high voltage shakeups. I don't mean to totally exaggerate, but let's just see what happens. Okay. okay let's just put it out there and see what happens. So that's for this week. Quick look ahead to the week after this one. Both Mercury and Venus will finally be changing signs. On Wednesday, October 4th, Mercury will enter Libra, Mm. where it will remain until October 22nd. Mercury had been in Virgo since July 28th. Mercury usually only stays in a sign for a few weeks, but because we had that retrograde period in there while Mercury was in Virgo, Mm. Mercury actually was in Virgo for a little over two months. And then on Sunday, October 8th, Venus will finally move on from the sign of Leo. Venus had been in Leo since June 5th. June 5th. I was a totally different person then. (laughs) So that's four months Venus has been in Leo. And again, that's a long time for Venus to stay in one sign. But that's because Venus also had a retrograde this summer. And those slowdown periods before and after the retrograde cause planets to stay in a sign longer than they normally would. Mm. So October 8th, Venus moves out of Leo and heads into Virgo, where it will remain until November 8th. Okay. And one more quick look ahead because eclipse season is on the horizon. I want to make everyone aware of that. Eclipse season is almost here. And three weeks from now, we will have a solar eclipse, which will be exact on Saturday, October 14th. So, yeah. Thank you, as always, for listening. We love you. And I think Almy's going to take us out with a couple deep breaths. We're going to take some slow, deep breaths in and deep breaths out. So first, get into a comfortable position, sitting down, lying down, whatever feels right to you. And let's just quickly release some tension we may be holding on to. So unfurl your brow and release any tension in your forehead. And unstick your tongue from the roof of your mouth and just let your jaw relax. And let the tension in those shoulders drop. And now let's take that first slow deep breath in and out. Slow deep breath in and out. Last slow deep breath in and deep breath out. Thank you for listening to our podcast and thank you so, so much for your support. It really, really means a lot to us. If you want to follow us on Instagram, we are at something about astrology. And on TikTok, we are at somethingaboutastrology underscore. We hope you have a wonderful rest of your weekend and a great week ahead, and we will talk to you again soon.